Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello people, what is good and welcome back to another episode of Get The Belt Podcast known as Home of Melanin Magnificence and Kingdom of Belt. Welcome, I am your host Miles Hart and it is good to be back. It is good to be back, I'm recording on time, handy BB, yeah, shout out. And I'm feeling good, I'm feeling good. I hope you guys enjoyed the last episode, it was, it was, it was a fun one. Um... Yeah, let's jump into this week's episode and let's start straight away with Word of the Week. Now, my Word of the Week this week is confidence. And this week is literally just that one word. I'm not even trying to give you guys a sentence, you know. We just started the first week of, of, of March 2023. I can't believe we're in the third month already. Like it's a mad thing. But yeah, I wanted to make it sweet and simple and just give you the one word, confidence. Now, I say this because I've, have, I've been reading this book called The High Performance or some, some book. They ain't paying me to say, it, to say that. So I'm not even going to give too much details, honey. But. It had me thinking about the things that I need to probably work on to better myself that is also a part of a a key factor on my level of success. Like that is a key factor. And that was confidence. I feel like I need to work on my confidence. And I feel like my confidence is also very much a key factor into my career. And not just my career, but in my self-worth. If I don't have confidence that I'm a decent human being, or if I don't have confidence that I'm trustworthy, if I don't have confidence that I'm, you know, a, a good person, kind-hearted, then I'm not going to maneuver as such if I don't really believe it. And that goes into play with my with my my skills and my talents and my career also. If I don't really believe that I'm the shit, if I don't really you know, have that level of confidence in regards to what I bring and my value and what I can offer is going to read. And ultimately, not only are the things that I try and do going to be nowhere near as good, but I'm going to feel shit ultimately because I'm going to be trying to fight this fight and trying to do all of these things. But ultimately, if I don't believe in it myself, have you like, have you ever fought for something that you didn't believe in? Oof. 
in hindsight, I have. At the time, I was like, um, and an RN, or maybe I believed the things that I was fighting for before, be it like friendships, which everyone was telling me that person ate your friend. But I was there thinking, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they are. Uh, even though I would see the signs, I would very much see the signs. Let me not say no names. But I would still fight for it and be like, no, let's make it work. And ultimately, in that fight, I would feel shit. And that's because I was I didn't have the confidence in said friendship or in said relationship. You know what I mean? Like, have you ever clocked when you've been fighting for certain things that you're a bit iffy about? That whole fighting for it process is mad draining and you feel you feel like a piece of shit. I said it. And I know that there's probably someone out there fighting for a relationship that they know they ain't have no business being in, that, they, that, that you aren't really that confident about. I know you're fighting to go and see that top. If I had some tea. You're fighting to see that top, but you know you ain't confident in, in, in that situation. Just saying it how it is. So this week's word of the week is confidence, you guys. It's confidence. And I really want you to think about what it, what confidence means to you. Ultimately, how confidence feels. Because we all, regardless, would have felt at some point a level of confidence. Especially as kids, before the world fucks our shit up. And has us thinking, oh, that person's better. All of that shit. When we're younger, there are definitely things that you could say, yeah, I am the best at this. Or I am good at this. And I'm not saying you have to be the best at it. But you've got that level of confidence. That self-belief. Yeah. That kind of self-belief that you don't need external validation to maintain. Do you get it? So I want us this week to focus on finding that confidence, something that maybe we were confident with before and it seems to have left us, finding a new sense of confidence in something and sit with that, you know. Sit with that confidence. See what helps bring that confidence out. Maybe there are things that you need to do to reassure that self-confidence or to make that confidence feel even more, you know, even more Beyonce. Not using Beyonce as a verb, honey. But yeah, that is this week's word of the week. And that is confidence. Let me know how that sits with you guys. Oh, it's a new week. It's a new week. It's a new, new week. Like I told you in Word of the Week, I'm reading this book, High Performance, something or the other, written by a white man. Now, I don't know about you guys, but when I be in the bookstore these days, and this never used to happen until, you know, I started getting woke. I started reading and understanding the, you know, racism and understanding structural racism and white supremacy and all, all of this, all of these great things. <laughs> but now when I go into the bookstore, I find myself looking at the author and thinking, is they black? Because if they not, What can they really teach me? And is what is their experience actually going to be? And I'm not talking fictional books. I want about like self-help and blah, 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 But um, yeah, I'd be looking to see. Like, is that you guys as well? I might tweet that. Like, is that you guys? Do you guys be reading books by white people? Like self-help books? I, I just want to know. 
Because now I'm thinking, am I am I being low key? What's the word? Am I being prejudiced? Prejudiced by not reading white literature? We'll put that out there and see 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 how that sits in. But anyway, this this book is written by a white man, and so far it is helping me. Um. It's one of them books that, you know, I've got to read it like once a week or it said you can read it like throughout and just apply it throughout the year. But otherwise it's set up in a way which is week one, week two, week two, week three. Um, and then it takes you through the year and in hopes of, you know, you becoming a high achiever and your version of what a high achiever is as that looks completely high performance. Sorry. High performance achiever. Can't remember. But yeah, it, it recognizes that everyone's version of performing at a high level is completely different and means different things which is also really good because you can really apply it to your own shit but i've been reading that book this week i want to start reading more fiction books when i get the motherfucking time because jesus i've just come from one meeting in central london had to rush back home uh, recording then i got gets to the gym then i got a show and i got editing you know i don't know where i'm gonna fit in time to do this here reading a fictional story but i know i need it for my own my own mental health, just to escape and just do nice things in a book. Um, but yeah, it's been a, it's been a cute week, busy, same old, you know, performing on stage. Uh, I've had, like I said, I've had a few more meetings with some agents and, you know, they've been going, they've been going good. I've got one more next week, which I actually need to arrange. And then I'm going to send an email to all them idiot agents that haven't yet responded um, because they're too busy getting drunk somewhere or doing whatever. Nah, I, well, who knows? But I need to send out another round of emails just letting them know that got girls, girls, I've already had a few offers. If you want a piece of this check and you want to be a part of this magnificent journey, respond to this email and let's get a meeting in i'm not saying you're gonna be my agent i'm not saying that i'm just saying at least give yourself and myself the opportunity to see if we can make a bag together if not then that's that but i've had um one today the one i got back from today was really good um and that made me feel like ooh, that this this isn't just your typical your typical agent is not just let we can get you in the door and you know you sing and dance or whatever and blah 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 it was very much you know it was very much with the shits very much with what i'm doing in terms of like the podcast and presenting and being on tv and like would you do a documentary and, do, 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 and i'm speaking with this person spotify and you know have you done red carpet and go 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 ga ga i said jesus like i know we just discussed like soaps and films and leading roles but you also doing all of this it was really giving nice things it was really giving nice things and i've met with a couple other people and some of the others have offered me like they said they'd gladly take me on but i felt good but like oh it was just it was very different it was very much it was very different but yeah great week um i've got th i didn't have therapy last week i've got th therapy this week which i'm think I'm in need of and things are going good you know I'm really starting to figure out myself in this relationship um obviously I'm no longer single and I'm really just starting to see how I can get caught up in the lovey-dovey you, you be my everything but I'm also now starting to really be like okay 
if I want to do 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 X, Y, and Z, why is it every day do go do go do go? Why do I like to do that so much? Anyway, if I want to get certain things done, I also need to remove myself and put myself in these places. Don't mean I don't love you no less. Like I still love you and I still want to, you know, I still want to suck that dick. I still want to tell you sweet, sweet stories. I still want to rub your back. I still want to do all of these nice things, but I got to go over there to get to the money. I got to go over here to get to the abs and, you know, I got to go over there to see my nephew. So all of the things, all of the things, but it's great. I'm still learning so much. And this is the most I've ever learned in a relationship about myself and like other people. Um, and having been in therapy now for a few years and gone through the life experiences that I've gone through personally and the things that have happened in the world, I've just grown so much and I feel just so much more present in this relationship um, and aware of things which I would never normally be aware of, which is good. Obviously, I'd be petty sometimes and sometimes I still fuck up. Like, I'm a human being. Shout out to Nicki Minaj. If you don't know that reference, then, you know, the girls that know, the girls that know. Um, yes, but I'm learning so much and, yeah, I love it. But otherwise... Long story short, weak, good, mental health, check. It's okay. I still feel like, you know, I'm not doing as much as I could be. Everyone else is always around me telling me that, you know, you're doing it well. And today, actually, in the meeting that I had with this agency, I just said, you know, sometimes I feel like I suffer from imposter syndrome. I was speaking to my cousin, shout out to Karina. She was all like, you know, if, if only you saw you, how other people see you and all the things that you do, you'd be like, yeah. And the lady that was at the meeting today was just like, you know, everyone that is doing bits will suffer from imposter syndrome. The only people that don't suffer from imposter syndrome are the imposters. I said, I said, oh God, not you giving me a word. Not you giving me a whole word. I said, I said, Karen, that is a word. Now, Karen was her name. Yes, she was a white lady, girl, but... She was lovely. She was very nice. I mean, she gave me that whole sermon. Oh, when there a lady that said that she wanted to change something from Karen to something else just because of the whole connotations of it now. Props to you, Karen, for standing in it and letting me leave, not even thinking about them kind of things. But I had to say that for the viewers and the listeners because they could you couldn't be thinking I was being shady when I wouldn't be in no I wouldn't be in no kinds of shady. But yeah, that was a word. That was really a word. But yeah, right, let's get into the show. It is now time for Melanin Magnificence. Now, my Melanin Magnificence this here week goes out to a black lady. I think she was American again. Let me just get it up. Uh, uh, she, this woman is 100 years old and she ran a 100 meter race in Vancouver. I might put this on the little, bless, it just be melting my little, it be melting my heart, man, to this video. I'm going to put it up on, on the Instagram because, honestly, anyway, I'm reading this from Wealth. So, um, at 100 years old, New Yorker Ida Keeling has set a new world record in the 100-meter dash for runners over 80 years old with a time of 1 minute and 17 seconds. You better... You better, Ida. 
You better get your 100 year old black ass life grow up by running the 100 meter. I know people in their 30s that ain't even trying to do that. Yes, sis. Um, Ida Keeling, who also holds the record for the fastest time in a 60 meter dash for the US at her, for her age, took up running to cope with the deaths of her two sons and has continued with the help of her track and field coach daughter. I really am going to put this up um, on the the socials and this really serves as not just another moment in in the podcast to shine a light on black achievers and you know black and brown people out there doing bits but as also a reminder that you know no matter how old you get you can still slay life my girl is 100 years old 100 100 years old and breaking world records. Period. So all of this. Oh but I'm in my late 20s now. And I could have only done that in my teens. Or I'm in my, my early 30s. I'm in my 40s. Blah, blah, blah. Girl. Ida Keeling. At 100 years old. Is breaking records. Omo. What is yours. To not do that yourself. Yeah. 100 years old. Props for making it from the start to the finish. Props also to making it to 100 years old. Like, big up you, Ida. And may you serve as a lesson, an example, and an inspiration for all of the listeners of this podcast and everyone that knows you um, of all different ages to just prove that, you know what, it does not matter how old you are. You can still achieve something. If there is breath in your lungs... And you are on this earth. There is something that you can achieve. Now, I don't need to be necessarily as big as like getting a whole, you know, world record. But there are still things that we can all do on a daily to achieve something. And I think that is not only is it cute, but that is such a big inspiration. Because even me, I feel like, oh, I'm I'm like 31 now. I ain't no I'm not no teen. I'm not in my 20s anymore. And it's not going to work. Lies. Lies, I'm in my prime, bitch. I'm in my prime, and things are gonna get better. And if Ida, if our good, good Ida can get world records at 100 years old and still be training, then who are me? Then who are me? That's on period. Anyway, Ida Keeling, you are this week's melanin magnet. Selling a little. Or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, everyone. I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, 
you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash post. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. So this week it is National Women's Day. I think that's Bombaclart. Women's. Okay, so this week, uh, the day that this episode actually gets released on Wednesday the 8th of March, it is International Women's Day. So before I get into Miles' Miles message, I just want to big up all of the women that have ever been on this show, that have ever helped with this show, or have ever helped me in my life, all the women that are out here doing bits, and any woman that listens to this, whether that's a woman with a dick, with a woman with a penis, a woman with a, that's the same thing. Jesus on the main line, a woman with a vagina, titties, no titties, whether you menstruate or you don't. If you identify as a woman, then today is for you, girl, sis, okay? Um, and I also wanted to just shout out to a couple of trans women because I, I purposely mentioned, you know, if you're a woman with a penis or whatnot, because I feel like women, especially trans women and the trans community in general, they be getting it tough and it's not it's not fair. But I feel like a lot of trans women actually get left out of history and they get erased from it. And that is something which I'm not here for. So I just really quickly want to just, you know, list off a couple couple trans women that I feel like everyone should uh, know about if they don't already. So we've got Monroe Birdgoff. Uh, Monroe Birdgoff is an English model, author and activist, and she's also the contributing editor for British Vogue. And she's actually got um, a book out currently called Transitional. We have another tran uh, trans woman by the name of Mila Jam. Now, Mila Jam is an American transgender singer, songwriter, dancer, actress and LGBTQ plus um, activist. And another woman that I feel like you need to know about is Raquel Willis. Now, Raquel Willis is an African-American writer, editor, and transgender rights activist. She is a former national organizer for the Transgender Law Center, uh, the former executive uh, editor of Out Magazine, and currently serves as the director of communication for the EMS Foundations for Women. Now, those are just three of many trans women of color that are out here doing bits. Um, I'm going to attach this to Twitter, actually, um, and tweet from the account. And if you guys can at any trans black women that deserve to be shouted out, please, let's start a thread and let's keep this going. Anyway, let's get into the mess. So I can't remember whether we spoke about this last week or not. But Chris Brown... Okay, he he really be in the he really be in the news. He really be in the news. Uh, so I had a thing with him grabbing up the girls' necks on the stage, and I was just like, okay, too much. My guy's now throwing phones. 
throwing phones of the women that come up on stage into the audience. Really just dashing phones. Just wow, wow. Now, Chris, you understand. Chris understands. Very much understands as he's expressed on his social media that he gets scrutinized um, more so than, you know, some of his peers, mainly the white ones. So if you're aware of this and the thing with you that is in the headlines is, you know, the aggression, the violence. Why is it always your go to fam? Like. I get it. You've invited this girl onto your stage. You're performing, you're doing your dances and all of these nice things. And she's on her phone. It might have vexed you a little piece. Like, I personally, it wouldn't have got to me. It wouldn't have got to me. Had she now taken a phone call? Even then. No. If she'd have taken a phone call and clearly been ignoring you. But if she got up her phone and then got onto FaceTime and was like, oh my God, look, I'm on stage with Miles. I would be gassing the team because guess what? It is 2023. Phones are there for everything. Whether it's you need to know how to get somewhere. It's the map. If you want to document something, you can write about it or take a picture, video, whatever, voice record it. If you want to share that experience with someone, you can live stream. If you want to share it with someone personal, you just want to FaceTime that whole, you can FaceTime them. Like phones are just out all the time. It's a part of life. So she was up there doing what she was doing. Did he, he didn't even give her the time of day to ask. He just literally took the phone and went da 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 da. And then you wonder why why it's always you that is continuously in the blogs and always getting branded as, you know, aggressive or like uncontrollable. Because fam, you are. Uh. <laughs> you are. No fan should have to be worried about the safety of their belongings when they get onto the stage of someone that they spent money on to go and see perform. They can worry about their things while they're in the crowd with the regular folk. But... Not when you get on stage with the main event, should you be like, okay, let me just make sure I don't get gripped up. Let me make sure that my things are safe and not about to get dashed away. And if you was really mad about it, Chris, then you should have just been like, okay, right, if you're on stage, don't, rules and regulations. Period. But he out here now upset for making, for making headlines for things that he is doing. Make it make sense. Uh... So next up, uh, Shaka Khan. Now, I love me some Shaka Khan. I've seen her live. Through the Wire is my vibe. Like, or Through the Fire, sorry. That's the Kanye version. My bad. Yeah, forgive me. Um, through the Fire. And I just think she's a vibe. However, earlier this week, uh, she went on to, I think it was a podcast or a radio show, to give an interview to discuss this list, I think we've spoken about it before on the show, of the best singers. Um, and she was like number 26, I think. And she had, you know, our girl Shaka Khan had a few things to say about the people that were ranked above her, including Beyonce. Um which I thought was hilarious when asked about Beyonce, her response was something along the lines of Beyonce has a good opportunity to be a great singer. That sent me, that really did send me because it was like she knew she couldn't really be shading Beyonce because it ends careers. 
lives, shatters dreams. Um, there's an extensive list uh, of people, including Kerry Hilson, that these kind of things have happened to. Um, so she just came with a little, you know, she, she's got a good opportunity to be a great singer. After all of these sold out tours, stadium tours, after all of these Grammy wins, you know, Beyonce is now the most decorated Grammy award winning person ever. Um, you know, she's had many solo albums. She's a great vocalist. And for Shaka to say, she, Beyonce just now, you know, Beyonce being 40, I think this September. Or maybe 41. Oh my God, no, Beyonce is 40. She'll be turning 42. She'll be turning 42 this September. So at her big, big age, Shaka's saying that Beyonce just now has the opportunity. Jokes. Um, when compared to people like Mariah, she was like, get out of here. Like, how is Mariah in front of me? The, the, the responses were hilarious. Now, the responses were hilarious and... Apparently, there's been a lot of backlash. <laughs> there's been a lot of backlash. Um, and she has now since apologized because one of the other people that she mentioned was Mary J. Blige. Uh, uh, because Mary J. Blige covered one of her songs. And she openly said, you know what, I called Mary J. Because Mary J. and I were cool at the back. I called and said, girl, you're flat. What, what time was you recording? And Mary J. was like, oh, you know, I was like, like six in the morning or eight in the morning. Like I was up or like whatever. And she was like, you can't be recording and singing shit. Nothing at, at no kind of eight o'clock in the morning, Mary. That's why you sound flat. Um, but yeah, she has since apologized. Um, and I'm reading this from That Grape Juice. Um, for the the um, comments that she made specifically to Mary J. Blythe, Adele and Mariah Carey um, over the whole, you know, Rolling Stones best singer list i didn't fuck with that list anyway but you know it's all for clicks it's all for for for, for these kind of things um so madonna has dropped her boyfriend for uh 29 year old iron pumping boxer josh popper who trains her son hmm now I can't remember how young 64-year-old Madonna's boyfriend was. Um he was now he was 23 year old, he was 23 years of age. Um so her ex-boyfriend Andrew Dino was 23. He used to be a model and she is now dating a 29-year-old boxing coach named Josh who also trains her son. Hmm. So according to the Daily Mail, the photos that were uploaded to Madonna's social media and reposted on Poppers weren't just a fake public display of affection. And apparently the two have been seeing each other romantically. Um, now, one thing I will say is 100% age is not anything but a number. Um, you know... Not me to quote, no, no, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Not me quoting Ara Kelly, not me quoting Robert Kelly, no. All I am saying is that fair play, there's a large gap between the ages of the people, them. Just like with Cher, 
I swear she had dating a young, young, young Negro too. I can't remember. But Madonna, if there's one thing I can say, as long as everybody is happy and everyone is fulfilled, if there's one thing that I can say, is you and I share the same taste, girl. Because these men's, these men's are fine, 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 fine. Ooh. Ooh. I know they tiring you out, Madonna. Big age of 64. Ooh. ooh, ooh. Madonna. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Gosh, she likes them like skinned with abs and jawlines. And a full lip, honey. Yes, God. Um, so yeah, so I would like to say sorry to the ex. Um, it's giving Madonna has told Alexa to play Thank You Next by Ariana. And she is now with this with this next stallion who is absolutely gorgeous. So I'm excited to see who she's who she's with next. But yeah, absolutely stunning, absolutely stunning. Um I quickly want to shout out to Adele, Ed Sheeran and Harry Styles. I can't believe I'm doing this, but these are just some of the white performers and performers in general that have told King Charles III that he can really, with the most respect, fuck himself and hire somebody else to do the gig for his coronation. They literally said, mm -mm, get somebody else to do it. <laughs> Adele was like, mm-mm. Mm -mm, get somebody else to do it Get somebody else to do it And I applaud this I really feel like in the next 10 years Maybe a little bit longer We really are going to see If not the, the, the destruction of this monarchy But you know the, There's already a significant shift With the level of respect and importance that they have And to, for us to have You know Celebrities Openly, publicly expressing you know, not just their distaste or their dislike, but turning down opportunities to perform. All I need now is some of you, man, that claim to be activists to hand back your MBEs. Like, I still don't get that one. What's her name's brother? Um, Miss Dynamite. Um, Akala. Now, I've already heard some things about him, but I think he's got an MBE. And the, the books that he's written... It's just not given. Let me just double check before someone comes to me on the internet. MBE um, Akala. I knew he gave it back. Did not know this was the reason. Okay, so he gave it back. Oh, no, no, no. We're talking about someone from the Beatles. John Legend. <laughs> um, okay. It doesn't look like he has one. But I'm pretty sure I was under the influence that he did. But maybe he doesn't. He doesn't. We thank God. But all of you blacks and, and whites that have got MBEs, give them back. Give them back. If you if you want my respect, you'll give them back. Because that don't make no motherfucking sense. But yeah, shout out to you, man, turning down King Charles and telling him, no, get someone else to do it. I fucked with you guys the long way. I fucked with you guys the long way. And the memes that have followed... Have been very funny to say the least. Um, what else? What else? What else? Uh, so, so I'm reading this from the Voice New Paper. So uh, the First Lady of Kenya has declared nationwide prayers against homosexuality. 
across the country and denounced it as a threat to the family unit. Homosexuality is a threat to the family unit. What, what family unit? In what way is it a threat? I, w I want to know. Because in my opinion, yeah. Let's say it's a straight family unit. Because there you can have gay family units, queer, lesbian. You can have LGBTQ family units, okay? But let's say, let's say I'm pre presuming you're, you're you, first lady of Kenya, and clearly not the first lady of hairlines, but anyway, let's move. Um, you are speaking about the ideology of this straight heterosexual family unit. If homosexuality is threatening a hetero family unit, that is because someone in that family unit is gay or LGBT. Shout out to the song. Your, your father could be LGBTQ. Your mother could be LGBTQ. Your daughter could be LGBTQ. What? If there is an actual threat to uh, this heterosexual family unit, then girl, one of them motherfuckers is DL. So why are you trying to save a family that is built off of lies? That's essentially what you're doing. Built off of lies. Probably cheating. That woman's, that woman's husband is probably in bed while she conditioned her in her hand, doing a nice treatment in the bathroom. He probably in his bedroom watching Sean Zeran get fucked up by Raheem Shabazz. And quickly doing a, shutting the laptop. Oh, I was just praying. That's what you want to save. That's what you, that's the threat. Yeah. Ain't no amount of gay shit can threaten a, a, a secure family. The only thing that it will do is if someone in there is, is lying about who they are, all it will do is bring light into the darkness. That's all it would do. And I don't think the people around that are now around this light are going to like what they see. So, you know what? Ra um, Rachel Ruto is this lady's name. Oh, I'll, let me read some more so you can really get the background so she uh delivered the homophobic prayer after the supreme court ruled that an lgbt rights group being banned from officially registering themselves was wrong uh the national gay and lesbian human rights commission sought to be recognized in 2013 but the move was blocked by the country's ngo board the newest ruling by kenya's highest court means the decision cannot be overturned and the judges said that it would be unconstitutional the, the judges said that it would be unconstitutional Wow, unconstitutional to limit the right to associate through denial of registration of an association purely on the basis of the sexual orientation of the applicants, adding that they still believe gay sex should be illegal. Miss Ruto led prayers in East Africa after, um, no, Miss Ruto led prayers in East African after the seminal ruling for the country during a Sunday church service. Now, there's a lot we can say there. There really is a lot we can say there. Um, first and foremost, this isn't get the belt. So I'm not out here to cuss Miss, Miss, Miss Rochelle Ruto, even though she very much well could have got the belt for leading a prayer. This is also another thing that, like, 
I want to talk about because, you know, we're, this debate between homosexuality and, you know, queer love and relationships being wrong in the eyes of the Lord. Some, so many of you Christians or Muslims or whoever um, that come f from that stance or that viewpoint that it is wrong based on religion and faith or whatnot are the same people out here to be praying homosex like um praying uh homophobic prayers now ultimately anything phobic it means you've got a fear of it and it leads to you hating things i don't know what god will allow you to pray hateful prayers or demonic prayers to me that's wild yet you're out here saying you know, the, the the alphabet zoo, my community are wrong, should be damned because of the evil. But n you're the one out here praying hateful things and then encouraging other people to, to pray hateful things. One of the highest rates of, of, of death, especially in, 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 in this in this in the States and here for young people is suicide. And a lot of those things come down to hatred, bullying. Like, yeah wild to me um but like i said this ain't good about um i'm sending out love prayers to all of my people out there in kenya i feel like i probably had a couple of listens other podcasts out there but yeah she really could have got a bell if i'm really being honest um i want to shout out to uh someone by the name of dr Ronks. Now, uh, they are a trans non-binary doctor. I think I think they're a doctor, but they've basically released a new podcast. Um, I'm gonna put the link up somewhere so you guys can get that. So stay tuned for that. But it's called. Let me see if I can get it up. It's called the. Where is it? The bias. Why you just got it up here like that, Gua? Right. Okay. Basically, they've got a whole podcast coming out where they discuss the things that happen in and around the healthcare system that us that are stemmed from unconscious bias as they saying that they want us to feel uncomfortable angry and for us to question ourselves like oh are these things that i do uh in order really to help us all learn and be better um it is called the bias diagnosis there you go series two um i think this is also brought to you by audible so well done well done um my baby non my baby non binds um it's an Audible original. Yes, I'm going to be listening into that. So congratulations, Dr. Ronks. Um, needs to get you on the podcast at some point. I feel like we could have a real cute time. Um, what else? What else? What else? So, right, Ugandan artist Palasso um, and Chameleon received backlash for winding up on each other in their new music video. Now, these two brothers, face-to-face, Holding each other by the waist and upper back. And they, they, you know, they're just dancing, like, whining on each other. They're giving up slow-mo, coming out my blouse. And at one point, one of them leans back and, like, the other, like, assists him down. And then they stop it and he's all laughs and joking. Now, 
Everyone was like, oh, this is gay. Everyone is gay. Gay, 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 gay. It's, ultimately, it's just two black men dancing with each other. Like, if this was two women whining on each other, no one would be saying shit about it being LGBTQ. It's just accepted. And this is another thing that I have said on this podcast, that men, especially black men, are not afforded the luxury of just living without the fear of being judged. They, 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 they can't just show affection. They can't just love. Like I said in a poem that I read out, like, we aren't taught how to love on ourselves as black men or love on another black man because we get backlash it's always gay it's gay it's gay the fuck like i said if this was two women there'd be no problem but yet people want to come for them because they're two men the two black men dancing with each other not everything about dancing is, is is sexual yes it is a sexual dance you like their you know their crotches are grinding up against each other but again, I go back to the fact that I've whined with my friends. There's no sexual thing about it. It's a cultural thing. Like, this is just one of the ways that we have fun. Yes, have I backed it up on someone that I want to fuck or someone that I am fucking or have a sexual relationship with? Yes. Have I been the one to receive a whine from someone that wants to do bits, is doing bits, or we've got that? Yes. But I have also done those exact same things with people that there's no sexual chemistry there whatsoever. We are just vibes in. So stop, like, coming at black men with this, oh, that's gay, that's gay. Because if white, if white men, white women, white non-binaries, and white, um, and black uh, women, sorry, can dance with each other without getting the huge amount of hate and backlash that black men get. It's, it's just not fair. It's just not right. It's just not right. And again, it just puts black men into this pigeonhole and they feel like they can only act and maneuver a certain way and end up cutting off a lot of who they are. And they just don't end up living their best lives. Ultimately, you guys just need to shut up. See black men loving on each other, whether it's romantic or whether it's not. And just mind your fucking business. Because if they are gay, what? 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 What now? Where? What now? I just can't figure it out. Like, really? Like, what is it that is irking you so much? Like, oh, I just don't get it. Like, go and join Miss, Miss Bad Hairline and... Do do up the 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 homophobic prayers because them two uh, I don't really know them these artists that were winding up each other um, Palazzo and Jose Chameleon or Jose Chameleon however you say the names I don't know whether they're gay or not to me it's none of my business but it's just nice to see I would like it if they weren't gay if if I'm being honest just so it can prove to you that you can actually just be a straight man and dance with another guy, whether you're doing up gun fingers and two-stepping or whether you're whining on each other. It's just, it's just dancing on my please. Unless they're actually out here holding hands, kissing, saying, yeah, we're, 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 we're together. You don't need to be taunt. You don't need to be saying the things that you guys are saying. And if, even if they were, you still don't need to be saying no homophobic shit. Ugh, it's long ting. Um, Halle Bailey. So she's completed the filming of um the new Mermaid, and recently, uh, 
went on social media and got a bit emotional as there is now a Barbie that is in her image. A little black mermaid that has exactly the same mole as she has, the hair, the skin complexion, and it's cute. And I just think, yes for you. Yes for you. She received so much backlash for being, you know, a black girl. We spoke about it a few episodes ago. And, you know, unfortunately she expected that. And that is so sad. And uh, it was, it's so cute to see her now as a dolly. I want to get one. I don't have, well, I could give it to my little nephews. They boys, but I don't give a fuck. Like, let them see a little black mermaid because, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, it doesn't need to just be bought for a girl. But that was so sweet. And to see her getting, like, welling up was cute. Oh, speaking of the Bailey sisters, girl. Speaking of the Bailey sisters, Chloe has come with two films. So not only has she just dropped an album before No Money, No Shade, <laughs> but she's got two films. One on Amazon Prime. I think it's called Swarm. It's clearly about Beyonce and the Beehive. Um, the trailer looks dope. I think I shared it. I can't remember. But like, have a look or look at that. Um, and she basically be friends with this girl who's like a super, super fan of who is basically Beyonce in this little film. And things just get what appears to be out of hand. Um, so congrats on that film on Amazon. And now she's got another film, which I think is actually going into cinemas. And uh, I think it's loosely based on like a pitch perfect, but in church. Um, no, well, kind of spoilers, but it's all in the trailer anyway. But Hallie basically plays this, this, this cool girl that whose dad sends her to somewhere to go live with the cousins the cousins are very like in the church and whatnot. Uh, she's not. I think in in the beginning she doesn't actually believe in the Lord. This is Chloe, and so she goes and live with her cousin. The cousins all like, "Oh, like you, my sister." And Chloe be like, "No, I'm not your sister. I'm your cousin." And the cousins like, "My sister, cousin, same thing." Here's all my friends. We likes to sing. Uh, we doing this and we doing that. Do you want to come on board? And she's like, oh, okay, whatever then. Like, it's something to do in this boring town. And they end up, you know, like, getting closer. And I think that she ends up, like, basically slaying the vocals in this, like, church thing. But makes it a little bit more hip-hop or does a little something-something to it. Adds a little bit of flavor, you know what I mean? And then, like, that's where the story progresses. But well done to you, girl, because you've been out here working. I knew that you would have been working, though, because I was like, there's no way hell with the extra that this girl is and, like, how much she knows. Like, you can tell that she knows what she's come here to do, that you're just going to release a couple a couple songs while your sister's over here being a whole little mermaid. Really doing up under the sea, girl. And you, you, you proved me right. You came out here, you said, yeah, here's the album. Here's the film. Oh, here's another film. And I'll be surprised. And you just released a tour. We l just nothing but a big round of applause for, applause for them two black girls. Because they really out here doing it, girl. Um, speaking of like black fairy tales and princesses. So we've got um, Yara Shahidi. I think that's how you say her name from Blackish and Grownish and all them things there. She, we've just had our first look as her as Tinkerbell. In Disney's upcoming film, Peter Pan and Wendy. Um, and she'd be looking cute. They're not that great image quality. But um, I wonder if she's going to get the same backlash that our girls did. Um, but I hope not. But this is cute. We love it. 
Tinkerbell didn't need to be a white girl. I think she looks cute. The wings are winging. <laughs> but yeah, the more representation, the, the the better for me. I just love it. And I just love that this is the world that we're living now. Yes, there's mad haters out there, but fuck them hoes. Fuck them hoes. Um, flow. So... Coming back to the UK, uh, Flo have really been doing bits. So they are a girl band uh, made up of three women. We've given the melanin magnificence here before on the podcast. And it just came out that they are now headlining at this year's Mighty Hoopla. So I'm here for that. I've worked Mighty Hoopla now with Get the Belt um, for the last few years by last year. So hopefully we'll get to catch up with them on uh, backstage or whatnot. But we'll hopefully see them a little bit sooner than that. But um, congratulations to you girls for that. And I also love the fact that, you know, you you guys have really broken into the industry. So earlier this week uh, from the Get The Belt podcast's Twitter, I no from my podcast, my own. Hold up. So earlier this week, I put up a tweet that read uh, the following. So back in nursery, what did your teachers have you singing in Bar Bar Black Sheep? Now me, I was from Bristol, yeah. I am from Bristol. And for me, we sang this. <clears throat> Baba black sheep, have you any wool? Yes, sir, yes, sir, three bags full. One for the master, one for the dame, and one for the little boy who lives down the lane. Now, I have been singing this with, 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 with someone. And they were like, nah, that's not how it goes. And I said, what you talk about, Willis? And they was like, nah, it's one for the master, one for the slave. I said, ah. Now, I know we're in the UK and I know we're in England. And I know that this here is the, the, the capital of racism, yeah? Where it was birth, where it's conceived. But I don't know about that. So I thought, let me make a poll. So I put this tweet out. There was only like 20 votes, but 90% said Dame. And the rest, I did, doesn't let you see who did it, said uh, Slave. Now, I know that this person that I had this conversation with, with said they was going to vote. So to me, it's giving, yeah, it's just a Milton Keynes ting. And I, don't know, I knew there weren't that many black people in Milton Keynes. Even though when we went to their Morrisons, they had peanut punch outside of the regular, like, ethnic aisle. It was just in with regular drinks. I said, what? Okay, mate, there's got to be niggas up in this bitch. For them to have peanut butter, peanut punch, sorry, in with the regular things. I said, wow. Wow. And super malt. Anyway, um, so I thought that was very interesting about one for the master, one for the slave. That was a lot. Um, but yeah, find that very interesting, find that funny. Um, and thank you to everyone that voted. Like I said, I knew I was right. It's definitely one for the master, one for this uh dame. It probably started off as slave, but listen, not you singing that when you was in school and this person went to school after me. If anything, it should have been me 20 years ago, eight, 15 years ago, at the age of five, six, singing that. Not you. Period. Anyway. Right, let's get into this week's belt. So it's now time for Get the Belt. 
I actually don't have a belt to give this week. Oh my God, I'm getting less and less pissed at people. I'm trying to think who I can give the belt to this week. What have really frustrated me? What really had me frustrated? Do you know what? I've said this before. I really have said this before. I think I may even given this belt before. I don't, maybe I haven't. But if you are based in London, have ever been on the underground, or in any public place, really, but especially on the underground, people that stand in doorways get the motherfucking belt from me. Like, my G, the sole purpose of a doorway is to walk through. But then you want to look at me mad when you're stood there like a dunce and I walk through you and I brush past you. You want to look at me crazy. You want to look at me crazy for walking through a doorway. Yet you, Omar, are stood in the middle of a doorway and expecting what exactly? What are you expecting while you and your unwashed legs are stood in a doorway? What are you expecting the rest of the world to do with the doorway? Are you expecting them to... Like, what are you expecting? It's so frustrating to me. On the tube, like, just the other day, yesterday, I was about to get off. The door opens. Go, 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 go. Like, three men just stood in the middle looking at me like this. Like, oh, looking at me like, like, what are you going to do? Brother, I'm going to get off the, off this tube. The tube has stopped here so I can get off. Everyone can get off and you can get on. They've had to even now start putting signs on the doors that saying, let the people get off first because you guys ain't got no sense. You either ain't got no sense or you're just cunts, bruv. So people that like to congregate in doorways and especially on the tier, on, on this here, London's TFL underground, you man that like to stand in the middle of the door and have us like trying to do up, trying to, trying to have me doing up a, a, a count of eight just so I can step off the tube. Nah, you're getting barged. You're getting barged by me. Don't look at me crazy because I don't care. I'm going Chris Brown on you as I walk through the door because I'm entitled to that. If you're not standing to the side, if you're not reading the signs with the pictures there and doing the things, then you're about to get slapped, bruv. It's giving, you're going to get slapped. No, I'm not going to slap you like that, but I'm, I'm definitely walking through you like you ain't there. And hopefully next time you stood in front of a tube door and it opens, you'll think, you know what? <sighs> let me stand to the side, have some manners, let these people off and then I'll let, and then I'll get on. Really stood, really stood looking at me in my face like I'm like I'm crazy. Ah, uh -uh. yeah. So all of you people that like to stand in the middle of doorways, that don't like to wait, um, wait until people have got off the tube. All of you people get the belt because it's a daily thing and it's a daily annoyance and it really shouldn't be the case because you should really know better. You should really know better. You should really know better. And I'm not trying to be angered on a daily basis. So. Hopefully there's no one that listens to this podcast that does that. Please. 
because it's not nice, it's rude. <laughs> um, but yeah, a little I, I say it's a lot a light-hearted belt this week, but it actually really does aggravate me. I'd be walking off the tube like like <laughs> I'd be then looking crazy. But it's not right, man. Cha. But yeah, that is my belt this week. I'm trying to think if I've missed anything out. Um, I do have some really exciting guests coming on over the next few weeks. Um, I've spoken to Tanya Moore, comedian. Very, very, very excited to have her on. I think she's going to come on at some point. I think we said at the end of March. So look out for that. Uh, and then my friend Jay McGregor has said that she will come on the show as well, which is really exciting. Um, presenter, radio presenter, she's on Represent and just bagged something with Channel 4, I think it was, being a voiceover person for them. So like dope, dope, dope things. Um, yeah, so look out for that. Uh, I really think that's it for this weekend. Oh, one thing I did, uh, I really should have put this up in Miles Measures, but I did watch the majority of Chris Rock's, um, Chris Rock's new Netflix special. Now, I wasn't laughing all the way through it, but I feel like he's getting overjudged online. People saying it's not funny, it's not funny. I did crack up a, a few times. Um, and ultimately, I feel like we need to remember that, you know, comedy isn't always gonna be you know like reading a bible verse if anything there's stuff in the bible which is even like Mur. and if you were to read the bible with an open like woke mind you would be like that that don't make sense but you know we move um there were a few things which i was like okay yeah it does come across as dated or whatnot but there was still some funny shit in there there was some things you know about vic when he spoke about victim uh being a victim when he spoke about abortion those are definitely like tongue in cheek, like oh, sensitive subjects. But that is what comedians do. That is what they do. And I was able to laugh even with this shit with Meghan Markle. Yes, I get Meghan Markle. She went through some bullshit. She went through a load of bullshit. And we shouldn't be like ripping into her. But ultimately, if someone is a comedian, it's different. It's not like he's, you know, a painter. And just was randomly chatting shit about someone who went through some serious stuff. Like, his job as a comedian is to take nice things, shitty things, good things, bad things. And make that shit funny. And whether it's your sense of humour or not, that's on you. But, yeah, I feel like he's getting too much scrutiny. Like, he joked around about the, the slap. He joked around about Meghan Markle being like, how did that girl not know what she was getting into? Like, how could that? I don't know, I don't know. When you get married to the royal family that literally birthed, they literally started colonialism and invented it. How could you not know? I was laughing. I thought, yeah, jokes. <laughs> I thought jokes. Because there's truth in it. But don't mean I'm out here saying that Meghan Markle deserved none of that shit or that I'm not team Meghan. I very much am. But... The comedian did the comedy and I laughed. Period. That was his job. But yeah, watch that. Fell asleep because it was late. But um, yeah, I thought it was funny. But I thought, yeah, Chris Rock did, did a decent job. Um, and maybe I did only laugh because I'm 30 plus. Who knows? Um, but yeah, that is it. Finally, for this week. Uh, please remember sending your letters. Uh, love reading out your questions. 
follow the podcast on all social media you know twitter uh insta tiktok all of them things there um and if you want to write into the show with a melon in magnificence or a belt to give then do so it's contact at getthebeltpod.com or send us a cute little voice note on our insta dm thank you all for listening my name is miles hart and i am presenter of get the belt podcast you have been listening to get the belt enjoy your week Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music. For all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.